Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the Spoonies with Purpose podcast interview. And today I'm talking to Tracy Jones. Tracy, would you like to tell me a little bit about what you do? Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Yes, so thank you for having me on. Um, as Julie said, I'm Tracy Jones, and I live in Lincolnshire, and I'm an artist. So I predominantly a wildlife artist so I, I work in coloured pencil um, I paint landscapes um, but I also teach workshops so I teach people how to um, to paint to draw um, and I also teach people how to do vision journaling so that's basically me in a nutshell. <laughs> Beautiful and we will talk about that a lot more later on but first of all I'd like you to I'd like to ask you about your experience with a long-term health condition. Okay, so I was um, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia in um, 2017. I was working as a primary school teacher at the time, um, and I was working extremely long hours. Anybody who's worked in education will, will know the hours you put in. So some weeks it could be 70, 80 plus hours a week. It was it was evenings, it was weekends, it was holidays. It was literally just it was work, sleep, eat, repeat. That was that was my life, um, and kind of from the Christmas to the February half term I was extremely tired and I'd never felt tiredness like it but I just thought you know what it had been really busy on the run-up to Christmas I'd, I'd been poorly I didn't feel like I'd got back on my feet before going back to work but then I remember sitting in um, a staff meeting we had a new head teacher start and she was asking us all these questions and it's things I could do with my eyes closed and I'm sitting there looking and I just if somebody had said to me what is your name I really wouldn't have been able to tell them and it literally hit me that quickly and within a week I'd gone off sick because I I, I, from being really active, from being somebody who was doing like half marathons, running 10Ks, running triathlons, you know, swimming, being really fit and active and totally independent and just, you know, being so switched on overnight, literally, I couldn't walk 150 yards. I couldn't think straight. My brain was just foggy and I was frightened because I had no idea what was wrong yeah. with me um and it, that was in the the march that i went off sick and it was actually may when i actually saw the rheumatologist i had about a five minute appointment with him he prodded all the points and, and gave me a leaflet said this is what you've got there's no cure you're going to be in pain for the rest of your life i can give you medication you just need to go away and learn to live with it and i was walking out of the door I was 46 years old thinking no no <laughs> there's more to yeah. life than this i am too young to be told this and I just felt like in that five minutes, I had literally just been written off. And that that was my experience. And, and luckily for me, I had a friend who'd been diagnosed a couple of years earlier. So she was able to give me some tips on how she'd sort of like started to get to grips with it. Um, but I was right from the very start, I was determined to strip it back. And I thought this has happened to me for a reason. And subconsciously, deep down, I think I knew why it happened to me, but I just didn't want to admit it. Um, so I was determined to almost like an onion to peel the layers back to get to the core of it, to why it had happened, what had caused it and actually go about trying to reverse it. And um, that was really important to me. And then a couple of weeks later, after I'd refused the medication from the, I mean, I know medication has got its place, you know, completely get that. Um, but for me, it just it it wasn't the path that I wanted to go down. You know, I, I just thought for me, that was a sticky plaster approach because they hadn't found what the root cause was. Yeah. And that, to me, that was really important. Um, and the doctors around, so we've got your medication. I was like, 
no <laughs> you know i just need somebody to, to help me and to direct me and to show me how i can work positively to sort of like get my life back and sort of get back on track um but it's really interesting when you talk about getting your life back and going back to how things work because what that's initially all i wanted and then i thought hang on if i go back to how things were i'm never going to get better because that's what caused me to get ill in the first place yeah. so you know it's it took two years really 18 months to two years to get back on my feet and now you know it's almost seven years on and i'm just absolutely thriving and it's and i look back but I, and, I, and i know when i say this people often think you must be crazy saying this but i always say i'm so glad it happened because if it hadn't it wouldn't have made me stop and actually really take stock and look at how I was living my life and what I was doing to my body. I would have just carried on and carried on until until something much, much worse probably would have kicked in that, you know, and maybe I couldn't have recovered from. So yeah, for me, it was, it was a huge catalyst and it's just put my life on a completely different trajectory. So, you know, I am in a lot of ways very grateful to it happening. Yeah yeah i i think your 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 story I, I i bet it can be related to by so many people that that first of all being told there's nothing you can do about it just go away and get on with it type of thing being completely yeah. dismissed and that's if you get a diagnosis a lot of people don't even get one uh, but the the also that thing of right at the beginning you just want your life back and and then as you move through it, you realise that actually, in in learning in in learning to overcome it, you realise that actually you you want to be moving towards a different place, not where you were before. And I think that's a really powerful thing. But I'm going to jump straight into the question about purpose because that's what we're here for, and maybe you'll, it, it it will tie in a little bit anyway. <laughs> um, to ask, tell us about what what do you think of in terms of purpose what does purpose mean to you okay so what purpose means to me now is very different from what i, I in fact before the fibro diagnosis i would have said i didn't really have a purpose i was i was just going through the motions of life and it was just you get caught up in things don't you, you don't really don't really dig down deep into anything like that because you don't have time um but now my purpose really is to because um, quite a few really when I think about it but one of the main purposes in life is to sort of say to other people you know I just I didn't go through this for no reason you know I went through this um, and I learned so many lessons and I haven't learned those to keep them to myself and keep quiet about it so the purpose for me is to share what I've learned um, and it's to and it's to help support other people and, and to let people know there is hope. It's it's not, you know, it's not something that we, we need to be fobbed off with and, you know, that we have to, to believe that that's the only option because it's not. Um, and I've learned so much, but I've also, it's it's also like for people that haven't got a diagnosis or anything or, or maybe aren't even ill, but actually I can see so many people have conversations with people that are on that trajectory to head in that way. And my purpose really is to say to say to everybody, right, you know, look, we need to all start living and taking um, responsibility for our own self-care, making time for us 
doing things that light you up because actually when you're doing things like that you're giving your body what it needs you're nourishing your body you're nourishing your mind and you're giving yourself those breaks which are so important we just think that we're we're not human doings we're human beings and i think that's one of the main things i want to to get across for my purpose really is that we're here to live we're here to, and it's about balance it is so much about balance and i think it's so easy to get caught up in that perpetual cycle of like you know feeling guilty when you when you actually stop and do something for you and we shouldn't be feeling guilty you know it's essential it's it's like you know if you think of an electric car that's your time when you have to plug it in to recharge. You can't go anywhere because the battery's flat, but we try to do that all the time on flat batteries or batteries yes. that are running very low. So it's, for me, my purpose is to use my experience to sort of like just shine a beacon to other people really and say, look, you know, it is fine. It is it is essential to look after ourselves, to have that self-care um, and really, find your passion and find your purpose in life because once you've found that everything else is more manageable yeah i want to pick up on a couple of things you said if that's all right first of all i i love that well the, f the first thing you you talked about is how it's about sharing what you've learned and and yeah. and we all learn very very different lessons don't we so it's we all have a unique thing to share from our unique life experience. And I, and I absolutely love that. But then the, two, the other two things that came across very, very strongly from what you said is that what you learned and what you want everybody else to learn is we have to take time for our well-being. Mm -hmm. And we have to take time for, you used the expression light you up what 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 lights us up i like to use the expression joy but it's the same thing exactly it's it's kind of what we really need in order to have purpose is to take time for our well-being and take time for our joy and i i i yeah i just thought i'd summarize those things because they're very important values that i share with you um and one thing i've learned through that actually my i, I sort of I'm very interested in like energy work and, and things like and vibration, you know, because we're, we're all energy. We're all made up of energy and, um, yeah. you know, we vibrate at certain frequencies. And when we're feeling, you know, I know when, when seven years ago I was vibrating at a very low frequency because of how I was feeling and it was like and, and everything. But now, you know, I can feel the vibration is so much higher. But when you do something that lights you up, it helps to lift that vibration, you know, and it's and that's that's part of feeling well you know so it has that double-edged side to it really it's not just that it you know it's yes it's something fun to do but actually and it lights you up but actually vibrationally it boosts how you're feeling as well yeah beautiful yes it's so important to how how they combine the the joy and the well-being are, are kind of intertwined absolutely <laughs> yeah lovely so you've kind of talked about it, but we're going to talk about it much more specifically. What tips would you have for anybody around balancing purpose with living with a long-term health condition? Okay, so for me, I, I have my, my diary and I, and I have my journal, which I'll talk a little bit more about later. And actually, it's funny because I've got a page spread out in front of me, which for January is all about balance because it's so easy to, to begin the year, like, we, you know, with um sort of 
like new year's resolutions it's like i'm going to get fit i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and and that can all feel overwhelming because that all of a sudden it's like you just trying to hit the ground running at ten thousand miles an hour you know and you don't give yourself chance to sort of like and, and christmas you know although it can be relaxing it can be really full on as well and i think we just need a breathing space um a little bit so i think in my diary I'm, i plan out you know i have days when i'm working this afternoon i'm teaching um so this morning i've had quite an easy morning and, and doing something that really lights me up and, and the teaching really lights me up but I'm, I'm just get that balance in a day if i know i've got a couple of busy days coming up i'll plan something um maybe a walk with a friend i've, I've got a non-negotiable walk that i do every week with my friend we go to the woods early in the morning whether it's raining windy whatever we go and have a walk in the woods and that's brilliant because i walk in there and i just go and everything we said yeah and it's perfect and and because that's in my diary it's and and i've made a commitment to her i don't want to let her down i'm going to go just to mean and, it, and it's something we get chatting and I, I always come out feeling right now i'm ready to take the day on but it is very much about um looking at the week looking at the month and planning ahead um to get that balance and again, doing the things that light you up. So, you know, there was a, a full, a, a new moon ceremony, new moon ceremony, not easy today, in a women's group local to me the other night. And I'd never been. I thought, do you know what? That would be really lovely to go and do. And it was in an evening, which normally I would sit and fall asleep on the sofa. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. And that was really nice. And again, that was planned into my diary, planned around the other things I was doing. So I knew during the day I wasn't going to do masses because I wanted to be fresh to go and, and do that and get the most and enjoy it so you know it's it really is about planning ahead um and again yes yeah, spontaneous things come up and i go and do spontaneous things and and that's great but then i know after thinking okay well i'm i could perhaps have an hour longer in bed this morning or i could um you know i could go and have a walk just get some fresh air or i'm going to do this today and, you know tomorrow i'm meeting a friend for lunch so you know it's um it is about balance you know even though i've got lots of work i need to do it's in the diary it's going to get done but sometimes i think when you try and push on um when you think you've got too much to do and you can get very blinkered and it, it all becomes quite heavy um and i think it's so much better to be able to sort of sit back and go actually i've only got about 75 percent to give here if I try and do whatever I need to do, I'm not going to, you know, it's going to take me longer to do it because I'm doing it at half capacity or whatever. So actually, if I have 10 minutes doing something else that really lights me up, I'll just close my eyes for 10 minutes and I can go back to that feeling fresh. I'll get it done so much quicker and so much more effectively. Beautiful. So I'm picking up on just summarising it a little bit. One thing... Um, that you, you talked about was in scheduling it sorry my comes to in scheduling it you get to see that you make sure that you put time in for your your joy and your well-being and you're not just scheduling the the work or the purpose aspects of it you're you're scheduling in the other aspects of it but also that when something spontaneous happens you you're actually thinking well how can i kind of redress the balance what do i need to take out what do i need to change in order to 
to keep the balance with this and actually sometimes when spontaneous things come up and I go and do them you know you could be feeling really tired and thinking oh you know sometimes it's about not overthinking it because there's so many times where I could talk myself out of it and think you know which I did in the very very early days um but then sometimes I think do you know what I'm gonna go anyway and and like you go and when you you know had a laugh with somebody with friends or something again it lifts your vibration it raises you up so you come back feeling more refreshed than actually you were before you went out so you know it can be um yeah really productive to do the um spontaneous things as well it can have a really positive effect you know sometimes it, it's just thinking oh do you know what i'm gonna go and do it yeah fabulous i, I love that as well like because it can be so tempting to think oh I haven't got I haven't got room in my kind of energy maths <laughs> to to go and do that um but actually well if we can be a bit more flexible and recognize how much we're going to benefit from that how much we are going to raise our vibration yeah. and have some trust that there's a way of rebalancing rebal it afterwards as well yeah um, yeah and it, it might only be like a five ten minutes sit down when you get back you know just with yeah. a supper and think right okay now i'm ready to to go again yeah because yeah. if you have raised your vibration you you don't need to recover so much exactly exactly and i, and I think that's that's the other thing i would say actually as well is about being selective because pre-diagnosis I was somebody who would say yes to everybody so you know if, if people were saying can you come and do this or will you do this for me or can you do that I would just say yes 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 yes, yes. And, I, and quite often I'd come back feeling absolutely drained but I soon realized you know there's there's certain people that maybe I was around that were draining my energy as opposed to like lighting me up um and I, I became very conscious um of that so my, my friendship group now only consists of people that we light each other up you know there is nobody in my friendship group who I would go to and come away feeling oh you know because that, yeah. that just wasn't working it wasn't good for, for either of us so and I think it's the same with anything if, if something spontaneous comes up and I know it's going to drain my energy um you know then then I would perhaps say well we could do that maybe next week or if I you know but if I know that it, it's something I can go and I think oh we're gonna have a laugh that's really gonna lift me up let's go do it you know then I will say yes so it is about just tapping into into, into your I can't speak this one into your intuition to sort yeah. of like just think okay is this gonna light me up is it gonna drain me and it not thinking too deeply about it but it's like right okay no this is gonna light me up I'm going to go yeah beautiful so tell us about your specific purpose right now. What is it that is flowing through you that you're sharing with, with people at the moment? <laughs> okay, so I my my art has kind of evolved over the last five, six years that I've been doing it. And last year um we went on holiday to mull and i and i wanted to start doing some journaling but not just writing i wanted to use my art and be creative in that so i decided i was going to to go away i was going to film some videos i was going to do some sketching i was going to create a journal while i was away on my holiday because my thoughts were you know we, we all take pictures on our phones 
in in the in the olden days it shows how old i am you used to send them away you'd have the packet come back you'd got your photographs you've got your memories you could get them out look through them they're physically there but now they're not they're all tucked away on our phones you don't see them and there's so many beautiful memories in there but it's not just memories it's the feelings that are created from those experiences and those memories that i really wanted to capture um so when I came back, I was amazed because actually there was so much came through from me from that, from my granddad who I actually lost 28 years ago, who had never been to Mull, but everywhere I went there was something that brought my granddad to mind and it was the strangest thing and there were so many emotions and things came up for me that the journaling became quite powerful and then that kind of evolved because I had a vision board on my wall for months and while I was creating it, I've got such a connection with it. And I was really tuned into what was on there. And there was all the usual things that you put on. I mean, I know, you know, vision boards can be really great. So you've got your things on there, like you know, what, what you want to achieve, where you want to visit, you know, place to go on holiday, the house, the car, the, all of the things. But as time went on, I was looking at it and I lost that connection. And it kind of like felt like the top of a mountain. And I was at the bottom of the mountain and it felt quite unachievable. I was like, how am I actually gonna get there? Those, those steps in between were missing. So I woke up one morning and, and I was thinking about my art journaling and all of a sudden I was flicking through something, I saw vision boards and I thought, that's the, that's the missing thing for me. So what I've started to do now, my passion now that is really lighting me up is creating what I call a vision journal. So it's a combination of a vision board and an art journal but it breaks it down into small steps. So at the moment, I've just literally started working on my monthly page for January. Um, so it's my focus for the month. So instead of having this ultimate goal, it's like this month, this is what I'm going to focus on. And it's very much about a well-being page, this one for me this month, because it is, it's just a hit in the ground at the beginning of the year, feeling fully well, you know, over Christmas, we all eat things that we shouldn't and, and whatever. And I can tell the effect that that has had on my body because normally I'm so good with my eating. It's it's like, well, so I need to get that sorted. But it's it's really to focus me back into regaining that sense of well-being. I've got pages in here um, that I'm going to be creating to do uh, the moon cycles because, you know, the moon cycles are so powerful. And I think when we're conscious of the fact when it's the full moon and the new moon and how it affects our energy, you know, if we can look at those patterns throughout the year and think, OK, this is how I feel. Look, it's a new moon. This is why I'm feeling this way. You know, so it's just to be fully focused on. It's like the story of my life, really. And it's something that you can look back on at the end of the year. And it's just a, a fantastic working document to show how far you've actually come. You know, I've, I do my angel cards every day. So I'd got a little notebook where I'd written things in there and everything seemed disjointed. So I wanted something that just brought everything together that just encompassed me. Um, and again, this is brilliant because it really focuses on the things that light you up, making time for you, doing those, you know, having that five, 10 minutes to do yoga in the morning. You know, I do cold showers every day, you know, so it's making sure I'm accountable to myself to make sure I've done those things. It's making, you know, keeping little notes in there to make sure I'm hydrated in the day because that's the thing, you know, sometimes we don't drink enough during the day, which I'm very conscious of. I sometimes don't. So to be able to just like mark off something and say, right, nope, today I'm fine. This is why I'm feeling, you know, if I'm feeling tired, I can look at it and think, mm, 
haven't drunk enough today didn't do my yoga stretches this morning that's why my hips are stiff you know and it kind of like keeps me focused but by doing it in like an art artistic kind of way and you don't have to be artistic to do this i really want to stress this because people say to me i'm not an artist i teach techniques that are so simple but they're really really effective um and what the other point of this and the other purpose with it is to get people to tap into the creativity because when you're being creative it releases dopamine it really you know helps reduce anxiety and stress and it's a really calming thing to do and so again it's a win-win situation but when you're working with color when you're working with pattern when you're working with shapes um, and you're creating the pages, you're putting your feelings, your emotions into those pages as a part of you in there. So every time you go to your journal and you open it and you look at a page and you turn a page and, or open a pocket or whatever, it brings back those emotions and those feelings that you had when you created it. Um, so it's, it's just so powerful to be able to sort of like go in and work with those pages and see how far you've come see the even if it's small steps tiny steps it still steps forward you know so i'm going to jump in and do a bit of summarizing if you don't mind because <laughs> yeah, i can see your passion is just flowing out of you and it's wonderful to see such enthusiasm but you've given us a lot of information but i'd like to tie that also into the way i um look at creating joyful wellness and some of the aspects of that and for me some of the aspects are about connecting in with what you're desiring to create and it sounds like that part of the visual and journaling process that you do is using the creative time to connect in with what you're you're trying to create yeah but Another part of it for me is also gratitude, um, balancing that desire with the gratitude. And it sounds like you're also using your vision journaling to connect him with that gratitude and that pleasure. Absolutely. And for me as well, a, a thing about purpose is actually when you're being creative, you are in the flow of your purpose. <laughs> so whatever kind of creativity you're practicing, you are, you are, getting used to being in the flow of your purpose and it sounds like that's what your visual, visual vision journaling does too and another thing that you picked up on is that actually prioritizing the time it takes to sit down and and do it um is about self-care and then when you're doing that creative stuff you're you're actually calming yourself down and releasing the dopamine and and doing beautiful things for your body as well so i kind of just wanted to pick up on a few of those points because you shared so much and it was so beautiful so um if anybody is really excited about what you're you're talking about tell tell us about how they can get involved Okay, so I, I'm literally just launching my first membership for the Vision Journaling. I've, I've um, had a free group where I did a five-day five taster session, which anybody is welcome to join because you can go back and you can look over things just to get a taste of the flavour of what it entails. Um, so I'll, I can share the link for you with that if you'd like to, to join that. Um, and then, so the, the membership is something where we're going to focus each month on specific pages. Um, so I'm going to guide you through the 
um, the creative techniques. So whether it's using watercolor, whether it's acrylic, whether it's collage, um, mixed media, all sorts of different techniques, creating hidden pockets and all sorts of wonderful things in there. Um, but to focus on the things that you want to focus on that month. So I'll be giving you lots of ideas. So the first page we're going to, we're going to be looking at a page for 2024, sort of get your vision and your goals for 2024, but also then we're going to be creating a February page, obviously because we're, like, we're going to be well into January. So we're going to look at creating a February page. And when February comes, you're ready to hit the ground running, putting all the things in there that you want to put in. We'll be looking at pages for moon cycles, um, wellness, um, all sorts of different um, things. So your passions um, and purpose, we can look at that. So yeah, it's it's just a beautiful way of engaging. And when it comes to um, manifesting as well, you know, which is a lot of what I do in here as well. So when you've created it, it almost helps your brain to feel like it's already happened because you've created it and you've put so much emotion and everything into it. So it kind of like helps get you on that positive track of the excitement of feeling that yeah, this is happening, you know, it's, it's really, um, so yeah, so my membership, um, it starts next Monday. Um, the doors are going to be open until next Friday. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a paid membership and there's three different, um, points to come in at. So I, yeah, for with Julie, I can share the link and then you can um have a look and, and come and see. And you know, if anybody wants to know any more about it, you know, I'm quite happy to to chat to people or like say if they want to have a look at the free um sessions that I did um and just get a flavour of what it is um and you know really get immersed in it. And and I will I will warn you that it is addictive once you get going with it. <laughs> I've, had, I've had people on my courses that have gone, I've just been into hobby craft and I've been in there an hour and come out with bags. <laughs> <laughs> I, I must admit I did watch what your your video on the gratitude page. Um and uh yeah it was it was beautiful. I really I really enjoyed watching oh. that. Thank you. It was really lovely. So I after I've finished this interview, I will share the links with this post. Um, so if you're watching my podcast from the the web page, you'll find Tracy's um, information there. Or if you're watching it in the Facebook group, um, I'll pop Tracy's information in there in a few minutes because that's all we've got time for today. I'm afraid it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Tracy. I just love seeing all of that passion flow out of you. It's been it's been gorgeous. Oh, thank you so much for asking me. I really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it's been brilliant. Fabulous. So thank you very much. I'm going to say bye-bye to everybody now. Bye. Bye. <laughs>